2: next on the ohio podcast we preview ohio state's big road game at maryland plus chris and eric interview billy bob from billy bob's backyard barbecue and that all starts right now
1: proud of our young people, in the classroom, in the community, and most especially in 310 days in Ann Arbor, Michigan, on the football field.
3: Three things. Number one, the team that hits the hardest and the longest, the team that starts the fastest, and the team is too damn smart
1: to make mistakes. If you take it to them, if you don't make mistakes, and you keep taking it to them, errors don't quite go away.
2: It's time for the best Buckeye podcast, by fans, for the fans, where they hate that team up north as much as you do. It's time for the OHIO podcast. OH! I-O! Welcome back to the OHIO podcast, everybody. I am your host, Buckeye Boggs, recording live from a very chilly north central Ohio, where I am joined by the wild man, Chris Wild. Is it cold in Marion too, Chris? It's not warm. No, what you got well, this week happening in the in the, in the uh, uh uh online there for uh, people to bid on there at the store
3: oh man, we got a couple of great things you know we thought with with the game coming up in just you know nine short days it'd be the perfect time to put a couple of great loserine killers up there, so we have a great little coach Woody Hayes package going this week, and we also have a autograph. Panoramic photo of Beanie Wells. Cool. Really a very cool piece. Mm. Both things can be seen on the Ohio State Store and lots more web page right now, or uh, Facebook page right now. Uh, really cool. I'll tell you, the last couple of weeks, Eric, we have given away some real deals on these auctions. Um, both yeah. have significantly below retail price.
0: Um Including my Christmas gift. Including Aaron's Christmas gift. Yeah. I still don't forgive Actually, you, by Aaron's
3: the way. Back to back weeks because this last week we did a automotive accessory pack, which was all Pittsburgh's dealers, some real nice heavy duty floor mats, a steering wheel cover. Uh, what, what else was in there? An air freshener. There was a lanyard. There was
0: uh, a Love license plate so, yeah. cover. Yeah. Why don't you love me, Chris?
3: It's what have I done? Of you, Aaron. I just love my money. Wow.
2: That other voice you hear is jealousy coming from the state of Texas,
0: but we're jealous of his weather. How's it going down there, Aaron? Dude, you know, it was 60 today and real sunny, right? But when you're in Texas, that's not warm because like two weeks ago, it was 95. So we don't really get that like gradual – ease into it it's like all or nothing like it's either hotter than the devil's pitchfork stuff yeah uh pitchfork we'll go with that uh or it's frosty the snowman's pitchfork
4: Wait a minute,
0: you uh, think 60s frosty, <laughs> the you just say 60 was frosty the snowman was frosty yeah goodness Dude. sakes i'm telling you go from 95 to 60 in a matter of days, and then talk to me about it. You, you it is what? it's whole it's That's way different. forgets where they're from, right there, Eric. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Well, hey, when you know when I move back, hopefully I'll get you know reacclimated to the weather. But as for right now, bud, it's it's rough, rough down here.
2: I predict in twelve months when we're on here, Chris, one of the things Aaron will say is it's stupid cold outside right now. That's what he's going to say.
3: And then he's going to want to give a. Buckeye Leaf to Frosty the Snowman and Jack Frost.
0: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, that's it. I am totally – never mind. I'm I, The first snow, because I haven't seen snow in years, but uh, <laughs> I'm throwing a snowball right at your forehead.
3: You know, we've been <laughs> seeing snow up here off and on for about a la- the last week,
2: Aaron.
0: Uh, really? It's sp- yeah, it's been spitting. Is it much accumulation?
2: <laughs> uh, no, nah, just dusting. dustings. Yeah. Well, uh. Well, yeah. you know what's not a dusting, and that is DraftKings, baby. They are all in. It's a foot of, it's a foot deep. And uh, it's a foot deep in winnings, Ohio. DraftKings Sportsbook is coming to the Buckeye State. It won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. To celebrate, all new customers will receive $200 in free bets when you sign up today using code OHIOPODCAST. Plus, Five lucky customers will win a $100,000 free bet. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you $200 in free bets just for signing up today. No deposit required. Soon you'll be able to bet on money lines, spreads, props, and more with one of America's top rated Sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. Plus, you'll be entered to win a $100,000 free bet when you sign up. Download the DraftKings Sports app now and sign up with code OHIOPODCAST to get $200 in free bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Ohio. Plus, five customers will win a $100,000 free bet only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code OHIO Podcast. Damn. All right, hold on, Poor I'm shit. almost done, Chris. We got to read the whole thing, or we don't get credit here. Okay, sorry. Gambling problem, Chris? Call 1-800-589-9966. 21 plus. Physically present in Ohio. Eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings.com/sportsbook. Subject to regulatory licensing requirements. One per customer. $200 issued as 8 dollars free bets. No purchase necessary for sweepstakes. Void Voidware prohibited. In its first day, DraftKings is allowed to operate in Ohio. See ter- terms at DKing.com oh Yes, Chris, go.
3: So I was just telling you, you mentioned the prop bet, and I don't know if you've heard this one yet, but there is a Big Ten game that has a great prop bet going this week. There is an over-under on the combined score of the Iowa game versus Minnesota and the temperature at game time.
2: Temperature at game time, huh?
3: The temperature at game time and the combined score. And I'm wanting to say somebody said it was over under 37.5.
2: <laughs> okay. I might take the under.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good bet.
2: Yeah, I might have to take the under on that one. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, I I, I tell you, we're going to be talking about that Minnesota-Iowa game here in the second part of the show. But first, let's talk about the one that Ohio State is involved in. Of course, by now, you all know that Ohio State will be traveling to College Park, Maryland to take on the Terrapins. Ohio State leads the all-time series against Maryland, seven games to zero. Uh, Of course, Maryland came into the Big Ten same time Rutgers did. And if you notice, Ohio State has one more game against Rutgers than they do against Maryland. And that is because back in 2020, the game against Maryland got canceled because of COVID. So if you recall that. Also, don't forget that Ohio State and Maryland have some beef. Let's go back to 2019 when Ohio State was making their run to the college football playoff. And do you guys recall someone had turned in that – Uh, Chase Young had taken money to fly his girlfriend out to the Rose Bowl the year before to be with him during that time period. Someone in the Big Ten had done that. Well, we all know who it was, although no one wanted to say anything. It was Maryland who did that. Um, So Ryan Day, although he's been very polite and nice this week. He has always had a little bit of beef with Maryland about some of these things. And don't be surprised if he comes out this week, in my opinion, wanting to stick it to the the Turtles. Of course, the last meeting with the Turtles was last season in 2021. In the shoe, Ohio State won that game 66-17. The last time we made a trip out to Maryland was 2018. Ohio State won that game 52. Two fifty one. Yes, that's right. That was the Dwayne Haskins carry you on my back game where a better pass on a two point conversion would have won that game for the for Maryland and sent no matter what would have happened the next week would have sent that team up north to the Big 10 championship game although things changed we won that game we destroyed that team up north and then we went on to Indianapolis to win the Big 10 championship in 2018 largest margin of victory came in 2016 when Ohio State defeated Maryland by the score of 62 to 3 uh, we are on that seven-game winning streak that started back in 2014. Maryland has never beat us, of course. Ryan Day's record against the Turtles is 2-0. Mike Loxley against the Buckeyes is 0-2. Chris, give us some stats. Okay. The Maryland offense,
3: guys. Let's talk about them first. The Terrapins are ranked 63rd in total team offense, averaging 396.3 yards per game and 5.83 yards per play. Maryland throws for 241.5 yards per game and rushes for 154.3. And on average, they score about 23 points, uh, 28.3 points per game. Now, of course, the passing leader is Talia Tagovailoa, who has completed 192 of his 281 pass attempts for or 2,152 yards, 14 touchdowns, and six interceptions. Freshman Roman Hemby is the team's leading rusher. He has 134 carries for 815 yards. For all you math majors out there, that is an average of 6.1 yards per carry and seven touchdowns on the season. The team's leading receiver is Rocky Jarrett. He comes in with 37 catches for 406 and three touchdowns. But let me tell you guys, Tua's little brother has a whole lot of targets to toss to because he's also got a great tight end and Corey Duchess or Deiches, I'm sorry. He has 29 catches for 386 and three touchdowns. Wide receiver Jacob Copeland, 22 catches for 331 yards and two touchdowns. Wide receiver Deshaun Jones has 28 catches for 313 and two touchdowns. And then Hemby's also a serious receiving threat out of the backfield. He has 27 catches for 239 and a touchdown. So they really like to spread that ball around. Defensively, they enter this Saturday at 72nd in the nation in overall defense. They're allowing 381 yards per game, 5.16 yards per play, and they are 53rd in scoring defense, giving up um what are they giving up? 24.6 points per game. There we go. A defensive back. Bo Braid is the leader leader of the Maryland defense. He has 67 tackles to lead the team. He also has five passes defense, two interceptions, which is tied for the team lead, and he leads the team with two forced fumbles. The Terrapins, they can put a little bit of pressure on opposing quarterbacks. They do have 22 sacks on the season. Team leader there is defensive lineman Greg China Rose with four. But linebackers Jashan Barham and Darrell Nachum, or I'm sorry, Chimmy, are right behind him with three each. So Ohio State offensively, they come in, they are the sixth best offense overall in the country, averaging 501.9 yards per game. They are number one in the country in one of Aaron's favorite categories, which is yards per play. They are 7.6 yards per play. They also are second in the nation in scoring at 46.8 points per per game. The Buckeyes pass for about 294 per game and rush for 207.9 yards per game. The Buckeyes passing leader, of course, C.J. Stroud. He's got 186 of his 277, uh, uh, 277 attempts completed for 2,750 yards, 34 touchdowns, and only four interceptions. Excuse me. Mayan Williams is the team's leading rusher. 117 carries for 783 yards and 13 touchdowns. Travion Henderson, he is 1A on the depth chart. He has 96 carries for 552 yards and six touchdowns. However, guys, as we know, both these guys have been a little bit banged up here recently. And with that team up north just ahead of us, don't be surprised if we see a big dose of freshman Dallin Hayden, who comes in with 73 carries, 357 yards, and two touchdowns. Of course, Marvin Harrison, the Marvin the Martian, he is the team's top receiver. 60 catches, 969 yards, 11 touchdowns. 1A on the receiving core, that would be a Mecca Buka. He enters with uh, Saturday with 51 catches, 832 yards, 8 touchdowns, Let's not forget, guys, we also have Julian Fleming coming in, 22 catches, 385, six touchdowns. And, of course, Eric's boy, the combine, Kate Stover, comes in, 29 catches, 366 yards, and five touchdowns. So defensively, the Buckeyes currently have the seventh best defense in the nation overall, allowing 271.5 yards per game and giving up only 4.39 yards per play. They also boast the seventh-best scoring defense in the nation, only allowing 15.6 points per game. Defensively, of course, it all starts with the beast, the man in the middle, Tommy Eichenberg. Eichenberg has 92 tackles, two and a half sacks, two passes defended, and an interception on the season, which he did, of course, return for a touchdown. The Buckeyes have 26 sacks this season, the team leader. By a narrow margin right now is Michael Hall, Jr., who comes in with four and a half. But Javante John-Baptiste, Jack Sawyer, they're both right there with three and a half. JTT and Eichenberg right there with two and a half apiece. Tanner McAllister, he is the team leader in picks with three. And Zach Harrison leads the team in forced fumbles with two. So, Aaron, those are the team leaders. What can we expect to see on the field Saturday?
0: You can expect to see some interesting stuff. That's what I think. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the Turtles offense. Uh, Formation-wise, they do some pretty normal what you see every Saturday stuff, uh, with the exception of one formation, which they run interesting, which I'll discuss in a moment. Uh, So it's, it's a spread offense, as expected. They will line up in pistol, but the formation that I was going to talk a little bit about is the full house that they run. And if you're not familiar with that, that's essentially a split back set with one back lined up behind them. So you got four in the backfield, uh which means everyone else is on the line of scrimmage. So what they like to do out of that is a triple option. And it's not the the traditional uh you know Army Navy triple option, okay, out of the wing T, obviously. So what'll happen is the quarterback will basically ride one of the split backs forward, right? And then he makes his read on the defensive end. If he comes up field, he'll pull it, or he'll hand it off, rather. If the end crashes down on the running back, he'll pull it. And then based on the linebacker, what the linebacker does on that by trying to cover the end, if he attacks the quarterback, he'll pitch it to the other uh, split back. And if he if he goes after the split back, the quarterback will run it. And in, I, if I'm not mistaken, is, is Talia healthy? Does it do either of you know? Yeah, he's he played last yeah, week. Against the, he Well, he,
2: I mean, he's not good. If you watched the game against Penn State, <laughs> it, he if exactly. it wasn't good. Yeah. He's healthy. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He looked pretty bad. I'm not going to lie, but he could still run the ball a little bit. He's dangerous, you know, but that's just that's all I'm getting at. I couldn't I didn't know if he was full time. Or splitting time, you know, due to health. I wasn't sure on that uh, end of things. But um, additionally, they'll run inside, outside zone, just like everybody else. They run a lot of 10 personnel, twins, uh, 11 personnel. Now, out of 11 personnel, what I noticed is is Talia, because I'm going to be straight up with you guys, their offensive line is bad. Um the QB rolls out a lot because of this. Uh, Talia, it didn't really matter. The film I watched from Northwestern and Penn State, which I think was their last two games. Uh, I know Penn State was, but uh, in, in both games, really, the quarterback was rolling out a lot. Um, and that is sometimes by design. But like as much as he was running out and judging by what I saw from the defensive line, uh, they were just running right through for the most part, uh, especially the weak side defensive end. So whether that's uh, Zach Harrison or or someone else, uh, they're primed to have a pretty big day. They, they could if they uh, play their cards right. Uh, so what I would expect out of the Ohio State defense, pressure off the edge. I'd like to see the defensive ends in a six technique, uh, which is the outside shoulder of the tackle. Uh, the linebackers need to play disciplined. Do not leave their zones. Um, if it was me, I'd probably have uh, the weak side linebacker chase, strong side linebacker drop into a, a like a a shallow coverage, uh, maybe hook to curl. Uh, just in case the in in case of the rollout because that backside or the weak side linebacker is gonna be chasing, Talia is gonna run with it. That that's just what he does. Um, because they like they just their that offense isn't really that prolific as what we thought it would be. Um, and Talia likes to tuck it and run. So with a weak side linebacker and potentially, uh, Zach Harrison or someone else, uh, on the weak side defensive end, uh, both of those guys chasing, he's going to take off with it. And if that linebacker is in coverage right there, he's either primed to make an interception, a deflection, or maybe even a sack if he reads it fast enough. So, Um, That's what I would do on that one. Uh, Zone blitzing worked quite well for Penn State. Uh, That threw Talia off big time. So they sent a linebacker. Um, They also would drop the defensive end. Uh, In this case, I think it would be JTT uh, into coverage, uh, which is more shallow, which I think I forget who we played. Um, It was actually Penn State. (laughs) Now that I think about it, uh, the game that uh, JTT had the interception that it returned for a touchdown. That game, Uh, it's that exact same play. Penn State ran that a lot against Maryland, and it worked. Um, Moving to Turtles' defense, they run with the same personnel, okay, but they'll do a 4-2-5, they'll switch it out to a 3-3-5 alignment, they'll show a 4-4 alignment, and also 3-4. They run a lot of 3-high safety, so that's kind of indicative of cover 3. The D-line is also not Not tremendously good by any stretch. Um, And the coverages that they like to run is cover one, two and three. For the most part, they will run cover four in like situational, uh, like deep, deep passing situations Um, out of Ohio State's offense. What I think we should see uh, mesh routes, uh, because if you guys remember back and we discussed this a few weeks ago about Ohio State versus Alabama in the national title game. uh, What happened there, guys? They we ran a three high safety most of that game, if not all of it, and they let Devonte Smith run wild. He ran crossing routes most of the night and absolutely obliterated Tough Borland all night long, and nobody did anything about it. So, um, this could be a great game for Emeka Egbuka uh, to get to get open that way. Uh, so mesh routes, crossing routes in general. Um, outside routes, I noticed that that worked quite well for Penn State, uh, short out routes, comeback routes. Um, if Maryland lines up in a three, three, five, I think that probably the best thing that Ohio State could do is an inside zone. Uh, because again, their D line is just not, they're just not that good. Um, I also noticed Penn State ran a lot of RPOs and it worked quite well as also, uh, play action. If it's there. Uh, But again, that's going to be dependent on if Ohio State gets into their rhythm. So if we get into that rhythm, the play action is there. Run it. Uh, Combo routes slash levels, I think, would be a great thing uh, just to create larger windows uh, in the zone coverage. Uh, That's going to just and and that kind of goes with the mesh and the crossing routes. If you allow that to happen. Uh, that's just going to create a great day for passing. And then when that happens, then you can run the ball a lot more effectively. So uh, overall, that's that's pretty much what I see going down uh, on the field on Saturday.
2: All right. <clears throat> so there you have it. You should be a more informed fan so that when 3.30 comes around on ABC, you're well prepared to watch this football game. Now that you have all that information and we have all that information, it's time to make our predictions. Chris, I'm going to let you go first. I think you went second last week, so I'm going to let you go first. Your score prediction, Ohio State Maryland go.
3: Yeah, I think this is going to be a real beatdown. I don't think Maryland is that good as Aaron mentioned. Uh I think I'm going to take uh let me go 56 to 10.
2: All right. Uh I have got the score of 45 Ohio State 14 Turtles. Uh seems like they were giving up a junk uh touchdown somewhere. I think they do earn 7 on our defense legitimately. So I'll go 45-14 and I think we that's that is good enough to cover the spread by like a
0: point or two. So 45-14. Aaron, what you got? I'm going to go ahead and say Forty eight to 17. I think they get 10 points. I just think they're going to get a field goal. And then, like Eric said, seven legitimate points and then probably a garbage time situation at the end.
2: There you go. All right, Chris has got 5610. I got 4514. Aaron's got 4817. And tomorrow morning on our social media sites, uh, Twitter and Facebook, uh, at 8 o'clock, this will be posted. And you can then give your predictions in the comment section below. And if you guess the exact correct score, you will win a free t shirt. Now, last year we did have a winner. Uh, this year we've yet to have that person, despite the fact. More people are predicting, especially on Twitter, than we've ever had before, but yet no one is hitting it exactly. So that person, if you do win that, uh, do hit that score, you can win yourself a free T-shirt. Now, real quick before we uh, take a, a quick break here, uh, we did have a decommit. As you all know, we lost our running back in the class of 2023, Mr. Uh um, Mark Fletcher has uh, uh, decided that he no longer wants to be a Buckeye. Uh, he is going to pursue either Florida or Miami. He is from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And just like we always talk about with these recruits when they commit from Florida, it's never over. It's It's just never over. These Florida kids, they commit early, and then it seems like they flip late. They just always do. There's something about these Florida kids, uh, especially the, the ones at the top end. If they if they commit early, you might as well just buckle up because that recruitment is not going to end until their name is signed on the on the dotted line. But here's what I want to talk about with this. I'm not terribly disappointed in this loss. But here's what's interesting. Ohio State's got their eyes on four guys, three of which are committed already themselves. The first one and the one that intrigues me the most is down from your neck of the woods there, Aaron, at least from your state, that is. Ruben Owens, who is from El Campo, Texas, which you informed us before we started recording, is down near the Houston area. Uh, He is ranked 20th nationally. He's the number one running back in the nation. In the class of 2023. He is currently committed. To Louisville. Does that surprise you guys? That the number one running back in the nation. Is currently committed to Louisville.
0: Surprises me. Yeah a little bit. Surprises the heck out of me.
2: Gotta love that NIL Eric. Well here's the thing. I don't know how much of that NIL there really is there. Because rumor has it. He's gonna be here next Saturday for the Ohio State Michigan game. And there's a you know, there's a lot of people talking that Ohio State's reached out to him. It's been more than just reach out. They they've been in contact with Ruben for a while. Okay. And if he is here next Saturday, I think you can look for a flip. Now, here's a couple other names that you might be interested in. Five-star running back Justice Haynes. And five-star running back, Richard Young. What do these two five-star running backs have in common? Well, they're both currently committed to Alabama. A little bit of the shine has come off the Crimson Tide this year. And two five-stars in the same class? That has a lot of experts believing that one of these two guys is flippable. And obviously Ohio State is doing their due diligence to see if Justice or Richard, either one, might be interested in possibly considering taking a look at Ohio State again. So you have Reuben Owens, a five-star. Then you have one of these two five-stars who, who are currently committed to Alabama who might take a little bit of a look there. And then here is the wild card, guys. Do y'all remember a three-star from the Cincinnati area who went to Winton Woods High School, who was committed to Iowa State and then flipped late to Ohio State? Yeah, yeah, he's he's done okay for himself. Pretty good running back, I think. And it, it is he coming back? You mean May- Mayan Williams? Yeah. Well, I mean, he hopefully he's coming back this week. No, but, but next season well i you know, we don't i I don't know yet i I have no idea, but here's something of interest for you guys. Currently sitting down there at the same high school is another running back by the name of Trey Cornist. and this young man's career is almost identical to Mayan Williams. He's a late bloomer, no one really knows a whole heck of a, a lot about him and he has just tore it up this year as a senior. Here's what else is also very interesting. Mayan Williams coming out of high school was 5'10", 210 pounds, and his running style was violent. Trey Cornist, 5'11", 209 pounds. He's got an inch on him. He's about weighs the same, and his running style is violent. Bring him home. I yeah. say take him on. I don't care that he's a three star dude. If he is Mayan Williams reincarnated, why wouldn't you sign up for that? Yeah.
0: Amen, so, sister.
2: So, hey. I know I got man boobs, but that was wrong, dude.
0: I I wasn't gonna mention those, but uh you, yeah. Since we're on actually, the topic. I
3: thought it was a requirement to be on the
0: show. <laughs> Wowzers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Never. You know what? I'm not going to say anything about
2: yeah, it. Yeah, you were going to – all right. Yeah, you were, you <laughs> you were have going a few where years, you don't want to go, man. Anyways. <laughs> Family show. Family show. <laughs> PG rating. Uh, anyways, I just wanted to throw this information out there because I know a lot of Buckeye Nation, when they saw Mark Fletcher's decommitment, was kind of like, what is happening? Don't panic. This is a very good Ohio State staff who knows what they're doing. They're going to find the right guy. And if Trey Cornest is the one that ends up coming here and he ends up being another Mayan Williams, I am all for that, man. All for that. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to replay an interview. That uh, Chris and I had last Friday with our good friend Billy Bob from Billy Bob's Backyard Barbecue. Uh, you can see the video of this interview on our Facebook page, but I know not every all of you saw that. And those of you who listen to this, and it's a really fun and and just a lot of a lot of good Northeast Ohio high school basketball and sports knowledge that he drops on us, and we get to talk a little bit about what he does and it's a lot of fun so we decided we're gonna put that in on the show and then after his interview we will be back to give you our big game predictions uh, as we head into another exciting season or week of the ncaa football as we're coming down the home stretch so hang tight the ohio podcast is brought to you by mastermind Mastermind specializes in 360-degree, high-definition mobile video mapping, GIS integration, and traffic safety studies. Mastermind cares about traffic safety and keeping you safe on the roadway. Visit Mastermind at OnlineMastermind.com. And welcome back to the OHIO Podcast, everybody. I am Buckeye Boggs. You know that. You know this guy right here that's chris wilds you might not know this guy right here some of you do this is billy bob from billy bob's backyard barbecue how are you we're good how are you good good thanks for having me i'm Happy to be had. <laughs> so all the <laughs> way from Florida. Yep. Came up here to the great state of Ohio, which is where yeah. you're originally originally from. from yeah, old stomping grounds. But you're here for the weekend uh, for family, watching uh, Ohio State game,
1: going to the game tomorrow. You excited? Yeah, I am. Yes, I mean, I'm definitely excited. Yeah, originally was going to come up for the Iowa game and uh, the Wacky game, but uh, <laughs> my brother Foxy Bob, he uh, he had to go on a business trip to Jamaica. Oh, right. Jamaica, mistake If, if
2: only but, uh, we could all be so lucky yeah, on a business trip yeah. to Jamaica.
1: So I had to uh, reroute my trip. You know, like the uh, uneasy rider. <laughs> so I had to reroute my trip to come up for the Indiana game, which I've seen. I've seen him play the Hoosiers before. I actually had never seen him play Iowa.
2: Really? Yeah. So I was at the Iowa game. That's my second time of seeing Iowa. I've seen every Big Ten team twice, except for one team. But uh, team up north i've, I've seen
1: I've seen him three times okay in person
2: yeah and how, and how have those games go are you, are you I'm three two I'm
1: two and one two and one that's pretty good so uh but uh you that's know better than cooper well yeah and Cooper was the <laughs> okay. cooper was the downfall of that one game oh you know oh. 13 to nine Sean Springs slipped oh. greasy came in the second half as a backup quarterback right? And we were running Pepe Pearson all over the field in the first half. They were running wild, and then they quit running him. And then in, late in the game, when we needed to go down the field and yeah. score, they kept trying to throw to a big, slow, white, tight end, and it just didn't work. And and that was the year, though uh, – sorry to – just run in my mouth. But that was the year, though, that I had no faith in them going to the Rose Bowl because they were playing Jake the Snake Plumber. Yeah. And – Jermaine never, 90, never had this look in his face. He always had this look that he was fearful. and But in the end, Joe Jermaine put on a hell of a drive at the end of that game, and the Buckeyes won. So, But my first one ever was 1974. Woody, it was 12 to 10. The kid from uh, Landry, I think was his name, or Landry was the kicker. He was a Vietnam vet, and he missed the field goal. I think it was into the open end of the shoe, Yeah. but um, we had a uh, we had a um, friend, Larry Bolden. I don't know if you remember Larry Ooh. Bolden. He played point guard for the Buckeyes from Cleveland East Tech. Cleveland East Tech back in the day had a hell of a basketball team. John Shavers was their coach, And but Larry took us around after the game, and we met um, Kuhn um, and Bonamici and Colsey and Pete Johnson, and and later in life, Pete actually worked with me yeah. down in Homestead, and uh, we sold Cozy a car. His, I, I met his uncle, too, James, who's a great guy, But so I digress. Go. So, beautiful. There we are. He's full of stories, isn't he? It's amazing. Sometimes I'm also full of uh, crap, Bud Light. But, and Billy Bob Bud Light just right. Yeah. <laughs> full of Bud Light.
2: Yeah. Well, hey, we, we, we wanted to um, talk to you a little bit about what you've done for us. I don't know. So, it was a little over a year ago. We, right. we met each other online,
1: and there have been a few- Wait a minute. Let's clarify. We met each other online. Let's let's
2: clarify oh, this, yes. right? <laughs> it was not a dating <laughs> app. I'll right. tell you that much. <laughs> All right. Only Farmers.com? Was that
3: when you first discovered the gloves, Eric? Yeah.
2: I don't have my uh, different, different video. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyways, we appreciate you promoting the OHIO podcast yeah. on your social media page, which is Billy Bob's backyard barbecue. And we want to encourage you if you've not checked out his social media site, go do that. It's virtually everywhere. everywhere right. Cause yeah. that's
1: it. That's what people ask. Where's Billy Bob's backyard barbecue. And I actually have shirts that say virtually everywhere. I just, they say where is it? I go, here you go. It's virtually everywhere. Meaning, I don't have a site. It's not. A, so, what is a backyard barbecue? May I, can I tell? Yeah, real quick. So, talk, the backyard yeah. barbecue is really. What do you do in a backyard barbecue? Right. You right. You talk. Right. You cook. So I cook some. My my wife and uh, one of our one of the group members, uh, the deep freeze, they encouraged me to cook more. But um, I'm I'm like a lazy chef. There's a guy in Maryland that he. That's what he said. He's a lazy chef. So that's me. But. We talk. When you're in the backyard barbecue and you're hanging out and eating some ribs or whatever you're eating and having a beer or a cigar because Bogsy does a, some cigar videos but uh, you talk about your friends, you talk about your family, you talk about you talk politics, maybe you talk a little religion, you talk uh, history, you talk sports, so that's what I do. I talk a little everything. I've been told that I'm supposed to kind of funnel it down to one thing but I just—it's not as much fun. To, no. What you, no. I, why?
3: Why would you want to funnel it
1: down? I don't know. I don't. I, mean, I, don't, I but, think what you've got going works really well for you. Well, I appreciate that. So you know. And, and it's very entertaining. And you know, honestly, a lot of times
3: I come out of there with something to think about. I, I think that's a sign of a good good show. It
1: really is. Well, that's good, and hopefully, sometimes it's like I've had the, this one guy, Memphis. He's like, "Wow, I didn't know that." And, you know, maybe it's something about history or maybe it's something about me. Like, you know, do I wear boxers or briefs or whatever, you know? You so, wear uh, gloves. I do, yeah. yeah I, this but, sounds like a heck of
3: a crossover. But that's so you can't see my hands.
1: You know, I wear camo gloves.
3: No, this yeah. sounds like a heck of a crossover show. We get Billy Bob to come down and barbecue for us at the Buckeye Basement.
1: Yeah, you know, that's I... That's an idea. Oh, as long as it's not like a J-O-B, right? Oh, you know, oh no. Yeah, and you know what? Do, what do you want me to do? Sprinkle the uh, Montreal steak on there? You know, a little. Oh, you can't touch steak. We got or, the champ right okay, here. Okay, we the got steak. the champ. Okay,
2: so there you go. Well, anyways, we, we you have promoted us on your page like right. no one else has, and and we wanted to we wanted to bring you something. So first off. We've been joking on our site for a while about woody hats. Right, and you—if you're going to protect yourself from the disease of TTUN, you need to protect yourself with a woody hat. I well, so, without a doubt. So, so here you go, Billy Bob. You are first—the official first person to ever receive an O-H-I-O podcast. title woody hat. So I got so
1: I got to so take off my it Billy not, Bob's backyard barbecue. Wear both. So so you know I. Funny story. I have a really small s- skull, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go with skull. So
2: <laughs> good choice of words there, Bob. <laughs> Billy Bob.
1: <laughs> so back in the day, actually, my brother was with me, Foxy Bob, and I. We were at the uh, World Series in '95, and we were in the uh, the store in Jacobs Field, and I was looking for a fitted hat. And oh by the way, you gave me a fitted hat a few yeah, a was, year or so ago. Big, yeah, yeah. it's way, way big. But um there we so go. we got to the we got to the hat, and I got one that fit, and um, you guys, I know you're gonna laugh. It's six and seven eighths, right? And so all of a sudden, you know, the guy goes, Oh, here's one six and seven eighths that fits. And we hear this guy from the other side of the store like laughing his ass, laughing his butt off. I guess we could say ass- whatever. He's laughing a lot. And um He's like, yeah, yeah, six and seven eighths, six and seven eighths. So I guess that was the Three Stooges uh, deal, and uh, so hey. that, I'm my claim to fame is six and seven eighths. I can I can suck this
2: thing all the way in and it'll fit. So that might be six and seven eighths, but these are largest. Okay. And these are for you and your and your brother oh, there, you. Fo- Foxy Bob. There. Are these the hang on sloopy? Yeah. So these are vintage now. Well, yes. because I we have
1: to get new ones. I got a confession. You know, are you are you you're actually giving me one of these? Yeah. Yes. Well, thank God I didn't buy one online, but I know I was going to buy one, but I... <laughs> So, maybe I got a pay... over here. Maybe I got to pay maybe I got to pay him man, pay the man. No,
2: no. <laughs> thank you very much. You're yeah. Welcome. So, in
1: fact, I think
3: if we take money, we get in trouble for that. Don't yeah. we? So,
2: we can no longer take money for those. So,
1: um <laughs> what is that? You know, sometimes procrastination does work well. <laughs>
2: In this case, yeah. In this case, absolutely. Uh- Anyways, crazy. You know, let's play a quick game. You want to play that game real quick fast? Okay. I'm not a big game player. You know, are we going to
1: play a Monopoly? Or, no, 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 you know, no, 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 no. We're, we're going to do a little word association. Oh, guess, God! Because I think this will be fun. It's, it's, you know what? We're recording this late in the evening. You know, this isn't the first time you and I recorded something late in the evening. Yeah, the last time, time didn't go so well. well. Well, no, on Saturday. We did it on a Saturday afternoon, yeah. and then it didn't. So then you're like, well, how about Sunday night? So you catch me at like eight something on a Sunday night, and he's like, "I I was like drinking coffee and all this stuff to stay awake, and and and, and laying off the Billy Bob's Bud Light just right." So I was so I was just right, but anyway, right. okay. We're first it? word that comes to your mind. Okay, here we go. Okay, Steve Har- Steve Harvey, right? And is that the guy from The Family Feud? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, Bogsy. Ready? Go ahead. Yep. Dolly Parton, um, blonde hair, big wigs. <laughs> Big wigs. <laughs> Here, here's what I know, like, Joe Biden. Oh, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I told
4: you.
2: <laughs> you know, that guy,
1: they used to talk about Trump a lot, that he lied. I don't know if he did or didn't. You know, he liked his policies. But Joe Biden lies every single stinking day about anything from what he did back in Scranton with corn pop and, you know, and about kids with, and is it creepy? Like kids with the his blonde hair used to like. I mean, crazy. Anyway, that, so I – is word association supposed to be one? Am I supposed to come back with one word or just what, whatever pops in your mind? Okay, your okay, yeah. Well, let's go back to Dolly. <laughs> so she just got in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Did she? Yeah, Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll. She first she was going to, she was going to, um, turn down. Yeah. Right, and then she, and now she's joking around. She's going to do a rock and roll album since she's in a rock and roll. All Might the time. as well. Yeah, never too late, right? Yeah. So, hey, here's a funny story about Dolly. So one time I saw an interview with her, and she said, <laughs> "If it's bagging, sagging, and dragging, I'm going to have it nipped, tucked, and sucked." That's that's not, that's a that's a quote from Dolly Parton. You heard it from Billy Bob. <laughs> there you uh, go.
2: All right, cigars, Bogsy. I like that.
1: Cuban. Cuban. Yeah. Football. Buckeyes. Well, you know, I I went to the Buckeyes first, even though, you know, I'm a big Browns fan, but, uh, you know, you got to go with a winner. So, you know, there's there's an old Browns thing. I know Wildman knows it, but, you know, people would put it, the joke is people put it in their will that they want the Browns to be their pallbearers, right? Because because they want to be they don't they want to be let down by the Browns one last time one last right time. right so okay. all right
2: couple more ready okay Foxy Bob bro Broham bro, bro. oh I thought you said Brooke for a minute bro, there. No, bro. <laughs> no
1: no no like you picking up the tab yeah. on you? <laughs> broham my brother brother Any? He... natural light natural light natty light natty light okay I got a natty light story <laughs> okay. Daddy Light. So, my stepson Chuck, he went to Elon. And at the time, it was Elon College. Now it's Elon University. And by the way, um, uh, the uh, the basketball announcer for ESPN, what's his name? Dockich. Dan Dockich. Dan Dockich. The, yeah. kid, um, the kid's an assistant basketball coach at Elon. Who, the kid that played yeah. for us, he was at the Blue, and he, I forgot his first name. But um, anyway, so. Chuck, Professor Chuck, I call him. So he brings like five of his buddies home for spring break. And they drink Natty Light, right? Okay. So I go to the store. I buy two cases of Natty Light, and I buy one case of Bud Light. Because Bud Light, Billy Bob Bud Light, and they could have their Natty Light. So like halfway through the day, I go in the cooler, and there's no more Bud Light. I'm like, what the hell, guys? I bought you two cases of Natty Light. What what happened to the Bud Light? Well, the only reason we drink Natty Light at school is because we can't afford Bud Light.
2: <laughs> I'm like, well, I the didn't tell me I would have bought three cases of damn Bud Light.
1: There it oh, is. Oh my God. That's right. the same movie so there's as
3: Mad Dog was first, yeah. such a big seller back in the day. So
1: and then they had yeah, and then they had uh, what's the the one in if you go to Baltimore they have was it Natty Bow or uh, something
3: like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway,
1: last okay. one. Last one. Ready? Because I took up all the time. No, you're fine. Last one. The Ohio Podcast. Great stuff. Yeah, there we Great go. Stuff. There. So it. I do have a
2: question. Yeah, yeah hit you
1: me. can you can edit this out if you want, <laughs> but I'm like, so for me, you you guys run about seventy to ninety minutes, or 60, 70, 80, right? So have you ever thought, um, and this is selfish on my part because I have to sometimes I pause, and I, you know, I'm, I'm riding my bike. And I'm listening. Then I, I try to listen sometimes when I'm working, but then I got to focus on the email, and I'm missing right. something. So I, the good news is you got that 30 second rewind button. Yeah. So I can. Yeah. Shh, shh. But have you ever thought of doing like it in recording it all at once, but doing segments where you do like okay we do the so the pre yeah. So you
2: YouTube has done something called Shorts, YouTube okay. Shorts, which right. is basically trying to accommodate to the fact that most people have short attention spans now, and so they can't listen to a, a whole hour-long show. Right. You know, we've 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 thought about doing some changes. We're about to make a really big change. You are. You're, you're going live. We're going you. live on Sunday nights on video on Facebook and YouTube where the uh, listener participation will become the main driving force in the show. So we'll have a topic and then people literally are watching live and then they are commenting and we can see their comment and then they can right. add to the show we'll bring on some guests we'll bring on some people we we've invested in, in some equipment that's going to allow us to to do that on a much easier scale with with a nice little production to it so yeah well that's, uh, that's the that's the big news that we're heading to in January so Just don't is know it what, what,
1: because they really gave us a hard Oh heart yeah heart. that <laughs> first time
2: yeah man they're
1: yeah they're they were on you guys all. I mean, I I did listen to that.
2: Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. That's that's what we're heading towards. But yeah. So
1: what time of the evening is that going to be? It's going to be Sunday evenings when you're in bed. I was going to say, you know, <laughs> if it's if it's after uh, Trey Gowdy, then I'm in bed. Yeah, it'll be because he's on at seven, and you know.
2: Yeah, I think so, I think it's going to be Sunday Sunday evenings okay. from eight to nine Eastern okay, time. Okay.
1: Well, but, you're going to preempt uh, Life, Liberty, and Levin, right? I guess. Uh, yeah.
2: Uh, i, I tebow. <laughs> yeah. what's that tebow yeah, tebow. yeah what's, no, well what's great about youtube is you can always go back and listen to it, and we will continue to have the audio version of that no
1: no i think that's awesome and uh so damn i might yeah. have to stay awake you know for a little while well yeah, and... well, we'll
2: definitely have a, have you on as one of the guests too uh, well, yeah. from, from florida you know <laughs> yeah all so. the way from florida yeah. from the sunshine state so yeah. hey Appreciate Billy Bob. Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you being a big supporter of ours. We want you to know that, and we want all of you to know that. You know, when we run into you, we're just fans. That was, that's right. what makes us different than a lot of them that are out there. Is we're just like you. We're nothing special about us other than oh. the fact that we just love the Buckeyes. Well, you do a lot more homework. What did I call? What did I say?
1: You guys are the the. Um, what did I call you guys the other um, the? Edu- not educational, but what you you even commented? On it. You've never been called that before. Yeah, I don't never, even remember. Yeah, I don't remember see? what it was.
2: Now, see what so <laughs> well. I'll say this much: Aaron makes us a lot smarter. No,
1: <laughs> I I get I get a lot of I listen to you guys. That way, I, I kind of know what's going on. You know, bef- I I know what to look for when the game <laughs> comes on, and then afterwards Perfect. I can you know agree or disagree with you (laughs) there Um, you go and we do
2: have people disagree with us just like disagree with you on your page but that's okay as long as it's done in in a in a a respectful way respectful we don't that's we're we're absolutely open to that yep well i hope you've enjoyed this interview with billy bob again check out his page it's it's just the backyard barbecue billy bob's backyard barbecue yep uh there's a there's a group page too right look
1: for look for the group page the one where i'm Drinking a Billy Bob Bud Light just right in my Chubby's uh, bathing suit. That's what Chubby's are. It's a bathing suit.
2: <laughs> we will, if, you, if so. you wear the Woody hat with the Chubby shorts, I'm done. I'm, a, I'm all in. You know. I wanna, I wanna yeah, I want to. I want to see that. Might become our new profile picture. I don't I know.
3: See Aaron over here nodding his head at us right
1: now. That's <laughs> <I'm> sorry, Ed. <Aaron. laughs> it's a great joke. It's 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 got it's got legs all the way from Fort Hood, <laughs> Fort Hood in uh,
2: Texas. Aaron? Fort Hood, Texas. Yes.
1: Yep. Yep. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Wow, man.
2: Well, as we, Pleasure. As we yeah. say at the end, man, be kind to one another. I owe someone's O.H. Sing Carmen High with all your heart. Until next time. Oh, go Bucks. Go Bucks. And welcome back again. Thank you, Chris, for going out with me last Friday to uh, the Gallows Tap Room to interview Buckeye Bob. Man, that Gallows Tap Room, if anybody lives in the Powell area, that place is amazing, isn't it, Chris?
3: Oh, it's awesome. And I'll tell you, Eric, let me tell you, just the if you're a big guy like me, got to watch that that sugar just a little bit. Man, they got a really great cauliflower crust pizza out there. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, Just everything out there is amazing food-wise. And, of course, anytime you get to hang out with Billy Bob, let me tell you, that guy, just he he just, wow. He's an interesting character. I think character is a great word, too.
2: Yeah, it really is. We appreciate having him as a big fan of the show and for all he's done in promoting us. Um. I'll say this, too, about the gallows Tap Room, and and they're not paying for this at all. This is just this is just how I personally feel. Uh, It's got great uh, portion size. The portions of the size of the portions from this place are amazing for what you pay for. And I'm not a drinker, but that bar is just that's if you're if you like alcohol. My gosh, did they have a selection, man? It's pretty huge. Uh, the selection they have there. So check that out, man. If you're ever in the Powell area, it's definitely worth a, a, a stop. And I think they have a second location in Columbus as well, but I've not been to that one. All right, guys, week 12 of our big game predictions. As it currently stands, I did make up a game on you last week. Actually, Aaron and I both made up a game on you, Chris. Yeah, Texas let me down. Yep. Yeah, in the second half again. But you are hanging on to the lead right now. You're 23 and 18. I am 22 and 19. Aaron is bringing up the rear at 19 and 22, but he's still alive. So, Chris, we're going to make it a little bit hard on you. We're going to let you pick first all of these since you're in the lead and see if Aaron and I uh, can make up some room on you here. Let's start in the Big 10 where we have Iowa and Minnesota playing one another, two teams that uh, still mathematically have a chance to win the West, depending on what Purdue uh, does. They are, Purdue's in the driver's seat. They hold all the tiebreakers, and they have the easiest schedule down the stretch here as they get Northwestern and Indiana in their last two games. But pretty much the loser of this game is eliminated between Iowa and Minnesota, while the winner is still holding on uh, for a miracle. Who you got, Chris? This one is in Minneapolis.
3: Yeah, I'll tell you, and I think that's a big part of it. This is going to be a low-scoring, just, and I know Aaron will love this word, just a slobber knocker of a game. Yes. I, I think it's probably, you said it earlier, Eric, take the under. I think Minnesota 17-10 over Iowa.
2: Yeah, it's going to be an ugly game. I, I want to say in a game like this, defense wins. And I think Iowa has the best defense, but I cannot go against Mo Ibrahim and weather like this. The dude, the dude's a beast. Uh, I think Iowa has zero offense, where Minnesota will have offense and probably win, even maybe even closer than that. Um, so I'm going to take the
0: Golden Gophers as well, Aaron. Yeah, I got to go Minnesota. I think it's going to be three to two, uh, but <laughs> 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 but. Uh, Just kidding on the score. Four to two, all the
3: scores on safeties.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would be four to two for sure. (laughs) Yeah, give me Minnesota, though. All
2: right, let's go to the state of Oklahoma where the Cowboys and Sooners play one another. I don't know the last time that Oklahoma State was favored and ranked when the Sooners were not in this series. I can't tell you when. And that Oklahoma State was favored going into uh, Oklahoma. I just I, I can't even tell you when that was. So, Chris, can the Cowboys do it, or will Boomer Sooner have something for them at home? I'll tell you what, Eric. I've, I've watched both
4: these
3: teams play this year, and it just seems to me that right now Oklahoma State has the momentum. They are a more fundamentally sound team. And I don't know what is going on there in Oklahoma, but I, I just don't feel it for them this year. I'm going to Oklahoma State.
0: All right. Aaron, you get to go
2: first on this one.
0: Yeah, give me the Cowboys. I, I think they just got a little too much, even though it is at Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, I I, I wanna take I want to go against you on this one, Chris. I really do because it is at Oklahoma. They're gonna be playing for Pride. Uh, they've dominated this, this series, but even though Oklahoma State has the, a lot of the shine is off of them, I think they've lost a, a pair of games here recently. Texas TCU's beaten them, and I think someone else got them too. Um, but they're still ranked in the top 25. Oklahoma has just looked putrid this year. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. All right. Uh, out in California, Los Angeles to be exact, the rivalry between SC and UCLA is renewed. Both teams are ranked in the tw- top 25. That hasn't happened in a while. UCLA is the home game in this one. SC is favored slightly. Who you got? Yeah, I'll tell you what.
3: In, in the battle of future Big Ten teams, uh, you know what? I, I got to go with Lincoln Riley here. I'm going to take USC.
2: All right. Again, I hate to do this, man. I, I want to disagree with you a, a lot here, but I, I can't. I think SC's got the better talent. I know UCLA is currently was at least on the better streak starting out. I think both teams only have one loss. That's correct. So the winner of this game, I think, will probably win the South. Um. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Trojans as well. Aaron? Uh well you know
3: yes thinking at some point i gotta try to catch up
0: that's what it is that is exactly what's going through my mind like i i can't catch up with y'all if i don't take a risk here i i my heart tells me it's gonna be usc because they're pretty darn solid um but I gotta catch up with you guys. Uh, considering UCLA is the home team, because you know they don't share a stadium or anything. Um, I <laughs> get me the Bruins. All right. Actually, they don't. Right? They don't UC- anymore. No, UCLA they plays can- in the Rose Bowl. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Where does SC- USC play? Coliseum. Coliseum. What's? The, oh, good Lord. Okay. They're different. They're different sta They're in different locations. They're, okay. The same city. That's oh. I, I, yeah. There there will more than likely be more SC fans there than UCLA fans. (laughs) That's kind of what I was thinking,
0: but it is what it is. Give me the Bruins regardless.
2: Okay.
3: I think that's a good one to take, Aaron. I really do. If you're going to take a risk, that's a good risk to take.
2: All right. Now, this one's going to be very interesting. We're going to stay out west for this one in in the Pac-12 Number 10, Utah, goes on the road to take on number 12, Oregon. This is Oregon's second big home game in a row. They lost last week's home game against Washington. Are they going to lose two home games in a row, Chris?
3: You know, this one's one that I've gone back and forth on because I don't know what Utah doesn't have Oregon's number. I mean, remember, they took them down twice last season.
2: Yeah, they did.
3: Uh, This is a very good, very fundamentally sound Utah team. But I can't bring myself to go against Oregon at home two weeks in a row. I think that they're going to be angry. They're going to be bitter. And we saw how they reacted to that loss to Georgia. I think they react the same way to this loss that they had to Washington. I think Oregon wins this one and possibly
0: wins it big. Aaron... Give me Utah. I, I have to again. I got to catch them. I got to catch up. I I don't. I can see Oregon losing twice at home. I don't. I I. It's. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a a fun game to watch. Yeah. But but I think that Utah is going to take it.
2: If you can stay up that late, because I think it's actually a seven o'clock kick in Oregon, which means it's a ten o'clock kick yeah. here. So yeah. um. But I'm actually going. I'm with you, Aaron. I'm taking the Utes. Um, I've gone back and forth just like you have, Chris, and you mentioned something that I finally, I, I, I believe, I think Utah has their number. I think Utah's got the better quarterback. I know Bo Nix had a lot of love for a while. I'm not impressed with him. He didn't do that great against Washington. Uh, they kind of, they kind of bottled him up a little bit. Washington was the more physical team. And I believe this Utah is much more physical than what Washington is. So I think Utah is able to go into Eugene and upset the Ducks. And and I think you're looking at a USC-Utah Pac-12 championship in a couple of weeks, which would be a lot of fun. That'll be a rematch, too, because I think SC's only loss this year is to Utah.
3: And honestly, I think Utah would beat SC again. I think Oregon can take down Utah, but like I said, I've gone back and forth with that one. And I'll tell you what, if we still had the same coach in Oregon and the same defensive players at Utah, I' probably go the other way this with this one, but they lost a little bit to the draft, and of course, you know Oregon's got a new head coach up there, can't go against Oregon two weeks in a row at home, not after the way they responded against Georgia
2: okay there you have it there's our there's our predictions for this week, all three of us agree, Minnesota over iowa oklahoma state over oklahoma aaron's taking the upset ucla at home over sc chris and i say take the trojans aaron and i believe utah will upset oregon chris says take the ducks should be a lot of fun so pac 12 is where we're doing some disagreeing boys i like it all right guys uh that's our show for this week i hope you have enjoyed yourselves enjoy the game this weekend this is ohio state's last true road game of the season from here on out when they're not in the friendly confines of the shoe it'll be either in a bowl game or in a championship and in in hype in, in, in quote-unquote mutual ground so uh we'll see how that's gonna go this week uh, this was the game at the beginning of the season chris we had circled as a game that we were worried about given what has Uh, transpired in the second half of the season with that team in college park maryland i'm no longer worried about it you're definitely no longer worried about it. you say it's a blowout aaron's not worried about it after watching the film he thinks we've got this one pretty good in the bag so enjoy this game uh the team up north might have themselves a little bit of a slobber knocker against illinois i know this much illinois will punch back against that team Um, We'll see if they can punch back for four quarters. I don't think they will. I think they're able to punch back for maybe two, two and a half quarters. And then that team up north is going to probably in the last quarter and a half um, just uh, overcome uh, the deficiencies that Illinois has as far as depth on their team setting up the two verse number three game second game of the century or game of this century i guess you could call it of course the first one was in 2006 when it was one verse two this one looks like it's going to be two verse three unless something crazy happens in athens georgia which i don't think will and then we will have hate week will be upon us rivalry week will start sunday night boys you getting a little bit excited there aaron
0: super excited I, th- I wasn't sure if that was real or sarcastic. I'll let you uh you, you decide. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Chris, I know you're excited.
3: Oh yeah, I'm really excited and I'm excited about this week because that team up north is going to see something they haven't seen all year, a real defense.
2: There you go. There you go. Well, Chris, you do know if you get super excited like Aaron is, it's best to probably <laughs> wear a woody hat.
3: You gotta protect yourself. <laughs> you gotta put that woody cap on there. That
0: woody I don't hat. have one. So be careful. I gotta get. I, that's what
2: I'm saying. You I don't want to catch TTU in, my man.
3: Well, I you know, stuff. Aaron, if you need a woody hat, all you've got to do is go to our fan page, send us a message, let us know.
2: Yep, thirty dollars plus shipping is what those co- bad boys cost. They're iconic, let me tell you. Uh, I saw where uh, uh, Billy Bob was wearing his on his video this week. looked pretty good on him. I thought I thought it was all right. So you can get yourself one as well. Enjoy the game this week, every uh, this week, everybody. As always, be kind to one another. I owe someone's ohh. Seeing Carmen Har- Carmen Ohio with all your heart. And until next time, ohh, I, owe. I owe. Yo,
4: box. Oh, come, let's sing O, praise and songs through unmountain terrain, while our hearts rebounding thrill. And joy which death alone can still. Summer's heat, or oh, winter's cold. The seasons pass, the years we roll Time and change will surely show how firm thy friendship Oh.